Welcome to episode 407 of Paranoid School Rock Show. My name's Armitage and you're going to hear music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. A better way to celebrate in the middle of the week with some live motorhead and amped. Actually, uh, this gig was a bit of a surprise to me as I had it in my diary as the 6th of December. It wasn't until I read a post on Facebook asking who else was up for the gig, which included a picture of the ticket, and I realised I was nearly a month out. So this also meant I missed the last Doctor Who in the current series. Well, I have a series on Sky Plus, but I've really enjoyed Peter Capaldi's dark take on the Doctor. It's like Matt Smith never happened. As I've previously banged on about, I've missed Motorhead for the last three years. 2011, uh, Hammersmith owed him with the UK subs, so I was seeing the damned at the Roundhouse. I mean, they're never going to play there again. Constantly a London venue of choice. 2012, at the Brixton Academy with Anthrax as I was going to former Howling Mad bassist KT Glitz and Tony Glitz's hand fasting ceremony. Got to be careful when you say that. And last year again in Brixton, as Lemmy was still convalescing from Hematoma, with the rearranged gig earlier this year cancelled for the self-same reason. I do think that Motorhead were going to become a festival-only act, and the days of no sleep till Hammersmith consigned to the rock and roll history books. Obviously, Lemmy is Lemmy, and although his immortality is now in doubt, Lemmy and me immortal say it's not so. Motorhead have once again put the wheels back on the tour bus. This year, instead of the half dozen UK dates we've been used to, it's been whittled down to just three. Arenas instead of theatres, meaning the band could potentially play to the same number of people, just less often. Even with the dam once again in tow, I did think that filling Wembley was a big ask. Obviously, if there was justice in rock and roll, Motorhead would always be able to sell out arenas, but even multiple dates at Hammersmith are a thing of the past. As the date approached, I did half expect to see two-for-one ticket offers to fill up my inbox, but they never materialised. To be honest, I was a bit on of a downer on the whole thing. 46 quid a ticket, wrong side of London to me, which would entail... Ages getting there, plus petrol coupled with a fortune to park, and I would have laid money on the damned having a shit sound. So, I parked my car at work, free of course, and caught the tube from North Greenwich to Wembley, petrol and parking saved. I got to Wembley Arena just after the Boss Hoss had hit the stage. Impressed? Much. Hopefully, you'll hear them on Saturday's Back to the Studio show once I've purchased their CD. Yes, that's right back in the studio then it was on to the dams now it's been five years since motorhead last took them out on the road and like then as is now no new product to promote Wembley wasn't sold out it's been about what three quarters full so playing to eight thousand people is good going by anybody's standards i didn't have worried about the band's sound as it was spot on better in fact than some of their own headlining shows i've seen recently mind you motorhead and their crew are renowned always giving support acts a fair crack of the whip. The damn set 
being only 50 minutes meant it was a super condensed fan favourite best of as per nothing post Eloise which I'm sure I heard a collective groan from the Motorhead diehard faithful as it was aired with the band finishing up with the singular smash it up no time for part one this evening hello my name's Captain Sensible you might have seen me on top of the pass
due to the damned and mode of transport, I was starting to feel better about all things. However, I really believe Lemmy was going to come on stage using a Zuma frame. Up in Birmingham a couple of days earlier, the classic lineup of Filthy Phil and Fast Eddie were reunited backstage with Fast Eddie joining the band for Ace of Spades. I was hoping that Captain was going to join them for Over the Top at Wembley, but no. Captain spent my headset from the confines of the guest area filming the proceedings with his iPad anyway. This reunion only fueled my fear. Lemmy was getting his house in order and saying his goodbyes. Obviously, I'm an idiot. Lemmy is by no means back to how he was a couple of years ago. Goodbye, Jack Bellow Wine. Let's face it, none of us as match fit as we were 20 years ago. But he, Phil Campbell and Mickey D delivered. Lemmy was never famed for moving all over the stage like a whirling dervish, but he was less than animated. No machine gunning bass or dodging that fake punch or bullet. He was like an android with just his hands and lips moving. Sound-wise, if you were to close your eyes, nothing would seem amiss. The set list, as we all know from a band that have been going for as long as Motorhead, is always going to be difficult choosing what to put in and what to leave out. No Iron Fist or Bomber, but then I have heard them a million times before. Rocket and Suicide, on the other hand, from Another Perfect Day and Inferno, respectively, were a nice addition. I'm really glad I went. Three really good bands, just about money well spent, and with all transport connections going amazingly well on the way home, I was indoors just after midnight, one happy arm. Until Saturday, take it easy. Good evening!
set in Manchester and Birmingham. This one is called Suicide.
a slower time from my way to sell them as to shop, which my colleague has already mentioned. This is uh, called Lost Woman Blues.
it's uh, good that it's slow because it's about fucking politicians. And they're fucking slow enough. Don't like that, do you, boys and girls? Yeah, those cuts are stealing all your fucking money all the time. Alright, this one's called Just Because You Got the